Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, hello and welcome once again to a Tuesday edition of Watchdogs Radio. We are so glad that you're able to join us. Uh, most of our friends join us on the uh, podcast. We love seeing those podcast numbers go up, and we're uh, very proud to see how they are going up every week. Uh, once again, this is the Watchdogs Radio. We are the school-based father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. And speaking of the National Center for Fathering, uh, my good friend Chris Dannenauer will not be joining me today. He's actually in Kansas City at a strategy strategy meeting uh, with Eric, and we uh, want to send our thoughts out to them because we know um, those guys are getting some great work together with our staff in Kansas City, and uh, we're looking at how we are going to better serve you out there uh, as part of our Watchdogs program. We have had, a, as always, a very busy week. Uh, I know Eric was in Nebraska uh, talking to the Nebraska School Counselors Association, uh, working to bring our program to more Nebraska schools. Uh, I always want to give a good uh, shout-out to my good friend uh, Todd Grossi there in Fremont, Nebraska. Uh, they've got a great Watchdogs program uh, going there, and, uh, and it has been going for several years. Um, we are seeing uh, more schools come on. As you know, we've broken 3,200 schools nationwide that are uh, running the Watchdogs program. And we have some great guests that are going to be joining us today. Uh, one of the things that we have been uh, seeing a lot of traction out of is uh, a, a good friend of ours up in Taylorsville, Kentucky, uh, Michael Fry. He... Uh, decided that he wanted to put to words his feelings about the Watchdogs program. Now, Michael has been a Watchdog for several years now, and, uh, and just out of the blue, I know he's probably uh, done some work with, uh, with our folks out in Springdale, but I was not familiar with Michael, haven't met him yet. But when I saw what he wrote, I thought this is the true essence of what a Watchdog dad feels like once he gets involved in the program. Now, I knew that... Uh, this uh, piece that Michael wrote uh, was wrote with so much passion that I could not read it on the air. And, uh, and actually, when I was reading it to uh, Carolyn the other day, I actually uh, had my voice cracked because just the passion that is involved in it. So uh, Michael's going to join us here in a few minutes. But for those of you who have not seen the uh, piece on the Watchdogs Facebook page, 
Uh, we put together something for you, and this is The New Normal by Michael Fry. The New Normal by Michael Fry. Today was a day like many before. I had the opportunity to volunteer at my daughter's school. This is the new normal in my life. A few years ago, the idea of spending time at school was not in my thoughts. Work was work, play was play, and school was a place for kids. I was a dad that went to school whenever my wife told me to. I knew a little about school, a little about life, and was old enough to believe that if it was important, my wife would tell me. One day, my daughter came home from school with a piece of paper that was all about a great new program that was coming to her school. There was an invitation to come to school, enjoy pizza, and learn about this. My daughter's first words were, Can we go, Dad? Can we go? At this point, the fear was starting to set in. I haven't been told that I must go. However, my mind is already at work with all the reasons why I can't. Hmm. Work. 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 As I look at my daughter, I decide that a pizza dinner with her might be fun. So, she signed me up. A couple of weeks later, the big night had arrived. I remember that day had been especially hard at work. I was tired, hungry, and maybe a little grumpy by the time we made it to the festivities. I didn't have a lot of hope for the evening. I saw a few dads that I knew, had some good pizza, and wondered what was to come. They told us a little bit about the program, showed us a video, and explained to us about what could be. At this point, I wasn't as tired or cranky as earlier. It seemed that the other dads in the room were also sitting up a little straighter, maybe paying more attention than we normally do. At this point, they asked us to sign up for a day. Hmm, work. Work, 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 work. As a father and husband, it is very important to always do what's best for your family. So, of course, my wife and my daughter signed me up. I know that we live in a democracy. However, not in my world. They don't always get their way immediately. Sometimes I hold out for a minute or two. Who knew? In a few weeks, my official volunteer shirt had arrived and my day was coming quickly. The excitement was building. Hmm. Work. Work, 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 work. I remember as I awoke the morning of my big day and felt nervous and scared. What was going on? After all, these are elementary school kids. I think I can handle this. Maybe? Ooh. Hmm. Work, 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 work. My daughter was excited as we entered the school. It seemed that everything was happening at light speed. Stand here, look there, wave at the kids and their parents, have my picture taken, stand at attention for the Pledge of Allegiance, and be introduced to the school as the watchdog dad. At that moment, I think I changed. I had never had a day go so quickly, been so fun, and been so impressed. Everywhere I walked that day, I had experienced the best our schools can be. I was amazed. As I left that afternoon, I stopped and looked at that official calendar. I decided I was coming back. No one needed to sign me up this time. The next available day was a month away. Who knew? But I signed up, showed up, and became involved. 
I often think back of those days and wonder what could have been and how lucky I am to have had the opportunity to walk through those doors. My daughter's in middle school these days. She may not be quite as excited to have her dad at school. She always says, Hi, Father, as we pass. And, if no one's looking, maybe even a smile. But I think she still likes it. I'm probably the luckiest man alive. I changed that day. I realized that my daughter was a whole lot more important than work. She's growing up at the speed of light, and I spend my time trying to slow life down to no avail. I learned so many things over the past few years. The Watchdogs program allows fathers and father figures to spend time with our children at school. It allows us to see how great our teachers and staffs are. We learn that children are the greatest gift that the world will ever know. We are inspired by the selfless dedication that everybody brings with them every day. I stay amazed. I also realized that I could make a difference. My presence at school was positive. I could engage and inspire. I can lead by example. I believe that every child matters. Every child deserves every opportunity to be successful. I believe. I can say please and thank you. I can show kindness and caring, respect and responsibility. I'm not a teacher. I'm a dad. The dad of a great student. I know that every time a father figure walks into our schools, he will make a difference. This morning, I led our school in the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States of America. I couldn't have been more proud of the students that stood with me at my school and schools everywhere. This is my new normal, and it's happening all across our great country, from shore to shore, as we fathers and father figures have signed up, showed up, and became involved. As I walked away from school today, I smiled. Today, my daughter knows that I love her, and every child knows that I believe in them today, tomorrow, and every day. Well, I certainly hope that I did that piece justice, and it, and it just means so much to, uh, to listen to the words from somebody who sees the program at the ground level, to seize the, see the program from what his daughter sees, to look through his daughter's eyes, and it was amazing to me, and, and an honor and a privilege to be able to, uh, to put that piece together this morning, and as our special guest today, I'd like to welcome Mr. Michael Fry, the writer of that piece from Taylorsville, Kentucky, Mike Fry. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing great. Uh, you, uh, you saying that uh, was really tough. Uh, kind of broke me down. <laughs> it was as I was sitting here I was just thinking wow I mean this is this is some pretty powerful stuff and this is um and and it it's funny that you know we try to let people know what we want to see the program as but when we see a guy in literally in the trenches in the school that sees what we see and sees the ability and what a father coming into the school brings in it's just 
it inspires us so much more to just keep on going. To know, we know we're doing the right thing. So, Michael, thank you so much for putting that together. Can you tell us a little bit about your school and, and, uh, and your background? Obviously, you've been in the program for a few years. Well, my school is Mount Washington Middle School. Uh, when I started with the program, it was at Old Mill Elementary School. Uh, I still volunteer at Old Mill Elementary School as a volunteer tutor. Uh, I'm a little different than most people. I do not work on Fridays, so Friday is my give-back day. So every Friday, I go to Mount Washington Middle, and I'm the watchdog dad. Uh, We've got our program started this year. It seems to be going very well. We've got good buy-in from our principal, uh, from our assistant principal, and from all the teachers. Uh, It is a wonderful program. I, I, I don't know what else I could say. If I had the time, I'd like to tell another quick story if I could. Absolutely. Go right ahead. In my life, uh, I I alluded to, there was always a a part two to this story. And what really changed my life, uh, every once in a while, I get to talk to other fathers. And I always tell them part two of my story. And part two was the second time that I went to Old Mill Elementary to be a watchdog dad. And it happened that morning. As I was saying hi to all the students as they were coming in, I was waving at the parents. Uh, I wasn't nearly as nervous the second time. I was a lot more confident. Um, I had a little girl run at me and and grab me and hold on. And as I looked down at her, she asked me if I was coming to her class that day. And, and I told her that, that I would try. And as I looked across the parking lot, I saw her mom sitting in the car. But I saw that her mom wasn't very happy with me. So I told the little girl to go on to class and that I would try to see her later. The mom went and parked the car and got out of the car and started coming to me. And I can tell you, as a dad, uh, uh, somebody's mom typically makes me nervous. It typically (laughs) makes me nervous when a mother's coming across the parking lot uh, at me. And uh, as she came across the parking lot, she was very upset. And uh, she walked towards me, and I could see she was crying. And she walked up to me, and this is what she said. And and I'm going to try to do it justice. She said, thank you. Mm -hmm. And she told me that I'd been a watchdog, and that little girl was her granddaughter. And that day I had volunteered in her granddaughter's class. And she had told me that when her granddaughter come home that day, that she told her all about the watchdog dad, which was me, and – I told that little girl that I believed in her and she could be anything she wanted to be. So every day, that little girl asked her grandma, was I going to be at school? And, of course, I wasn't at school every day, and her grandma kept explaining to her I was a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So grandma said as they come around the corner that morning and that little girl saw me, she screamed at the top of her lungs that her watchdog was there. Now, I, I tell that story because I didn't know who that little girl was. And and I didn't know who she was, but I found out who she was. But I realized mm-hmm. that day that you never know when you're going to make a difference. But every day you walk through the door, you're going to make a difference. Mm. Wow. So wow, I, I always tell that story, and I try to tell dads because it matters. Because when mm-hmm. you make a commitment and you go through the door, uh, it will make a difference. Absolutely, and and we love to hear uh, those kind of stories, and and uh, it, it's just amazing that you know when you serve as a watchdog, you're not only there for your own kids, which is great, 
but you're also there for the kids that are, are not going to have a dad come in. And, you know, we've got a, a, a lot of great stories about that, too. And, and just when some of the guys realize the difference that they can make, it, it really makes an impact on them, too. And, uh, and, and I can tell by uh, the sound of your voice that it's, uh, you know, certainly that, that you believe in this program, you have a passion in this program, and we really appreciate everything you're doing for us, Mike. I just appreciate the opportunity to be involved. And I well, I really do appreciate the fact that uh, you've allowed me to be on today. And I appreciate you reading my letter. Thank you very much. Well, certainly. And uh, and I will, send you, uh, I will send you a copy of that if you'd like to use it in any way. And, of course, we'll send you a link to this show so that if uh, – if the staff there at your school wants to hear your uh, uh, bragging about your school, we can certainly make that happen for them. This, uh, this comes up in podcast, and it's uh, easy to uh, be able to get back and listen to this. So, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. I, I appreciate your time. Okay, thank you so much. Take care, and I'll be in touch. Okay, thank you. And once again, that was uh, Michael Fry from Taylorsville, Kentucky, who wrote uh, My New Normal. And, uh, and that will be available uh, through this podcast, and we'll also make it available. Uh, we'll, we'll find a way to make it available on, uh, on iTunes as well. I do want to make a quick shout-out to, uh, let's see, Brad. Where's Brad here? Brad Porter. Brad Porter is uh, with Huron Valley Schools, and that is in, I believe it is, uh, Milford, Michigan. Uh, they made a presentation to the school board last night and had a, a, a great response, and we would like to say hello and welcome to Huron Valley Schools. Uh, welcome to the Watchdogs program, and we are very happy to have you. Uh, now, our next guest today, I had the opportunity to meet and work with a gentleman named Rick Shaw, and uh, Rick and I worked together at the National Youth at Risk Conference West out in uh, Las Vegas here about a month ago, uh, talking about uh, bringing programs in. You know, we obviously have a bit of a focus on school safety, uh, a bit of a focus on uh, positive male role models, but Rick's focus is directly on school safety reporting, and he is the director and CEO of a, uh, a group called Awarity. Uh, their webpage is awarity.com, and I'm going to kind of let Rick tell you a little bit about what Awarity is. Rick Shaw, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Go right ahead, sir. Excellent. I just want to check and make sure. But, yes, um, thanks for having me on the show, and, and what a great letter from Michael. That kind of really sums up what Watchdogs does, so, so good for you. Um, what we do and what I do is that uh, – quick bio on me is that my background is really threat assessment and prevention, and I've been doing that for about 30-plus years, doing a lot of investigations, risk assessment, vulnerability assessments, and so that's my background. I'm kind of programmed to look for gaps and disconnects. Um, my, my passion is child safety, and as we've seen a lot of headlines, a lot of lawsuits, a lot of tragedies, uh, affecting our schools these days, uh, you know, I got to looking into that and found out that a lot of the post-incident reports um, from something like a Virginia Tech, for example, just to give you an idea, uh, and as well as schools, uh, K-12 schools, is that a lot of those incidents were preventable according to those reports. And so mm -hmm. I got to looking into it as far as well, if, if it was preventable, why are we not preventing more of these things? And and basically what that led to was that uh, as we we've studied hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of, 
of incidents and headlines and lawsuits and tragedies. And basically what we try to do is identify these common gaps, these common disconnects that really were keeping schools from, from preventing, proactively preventing versus just reacting to these incidents. And so what we've done is we've built this platform, if you will. We call it a, a prevention platform, but it's a, it's a platform of, of tools, and it equips um, everyone in the school basically to do what they need to do so that we can actually start connecting the dots. We always hear people mm-hmm. saying, well, we didn't connect the dots. And so right. what the, our tools are trying to do is to eliminate these gaps and connect the dots. And, and basically what we do is um, just a high level is that it does allow instant reporting, anonymous instant reporting, confidential instant reporting, so that anybody can go to a website, click on the button, send in an instant report, a concerning behavior, whatever they see, bullying, abuse, weapons. It could be used for suggesting um, uh, you know, ideas. Uh, we also have schools using it to recognize the heroes, recognize those who are, you know, acts of kindness, acts of caring, and things like that. So it can be used wherever oh, they want. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then automatically it gets routed to the right people, and then they can respond. And, and what we're finding is is that a lot of people have instant reporting systems, but, for example, Virginia Tech had over 60 instant reports. But the thing is they don't always have the tools to do the investigations and the threat assessments and, the, you know, to connect the dots, and that's really what our platform is all about. Okay. Well, you know, one of the uh, articles that I comment on from, uh, commented on from Youth Today, uh, here it's probably been about uh, four or five months ago, uh, and that was one of the common threads that they talked about in, uh, in the arena of juvenile justice is that there is just not a common thread. There's not a common thread from one court to another. There's not a common thread from one jurisdiction to another or even from a juvenile court to an adult court. And and I noticed it back then, and I thought, really, if there was just something to tie these things together. Now, I do want to give a little bit of a, a disclaimer here as far as uh, watchdogs. You know, we are um, school-based father involvement initiative. Uh, we are not a security organization. We are not, um, we, you know, we're not somebody that people are going to be reporting things to us or anything like that. We don't provide security. We provide uh, programming that gives the local schools the ability to connect with their fathers and, and father involvement programs. So um, while I just wanted to, you know, make that, that statement, while, you know, we love what you're doing, Rick, and, and we're not really here to be an ad for you, but to let schools, to let our people that are listen to, listening to our program that are involved um, know that these types of programs are out there as they, in their local school, in their local school district, work together to provide uh, safety and security through their local administration and their local law enforcement. You know, this is just another option out there for them. So that's why, you know, I wanted to make sure that we, we got their, that out there so we, didn't, we weren't sending the wrong message here. So, but, um, Rick, if somebody wanted to learn more about um, your product, what would they do? Well, they can go to awarity.com, like you mentioned, and it's just the word aware, A-W-A-R-E, and then add I-T-Y, so awarity.com. Or they can go to Tips Prevent, T-I-P-S, uh, Prevent, all one word, tipsprevent.com, and they can learn more about that. And if you do go out to Awarity, what I would recommend for if you're just new and haven't heard about it want to learn more is that to go out to the awarity.com site and click on the News tab. And the News tab will show press releases on the left-hand side from some of our clients and, and the reason they've, they've gone with this you know, more innovative approach in this prevention platform on the right side, you'll see a bunch of stories that media has done and picked up on, and a lot of our schools have received some very positive headlines, which which school mm-hmm. couldn't use some positive headlines these days, you know? Sure. So um, it's some great positive headlines, and it's, 
you know, most importantly, it's really going to help you to help these schools. And like you said, it's, I, I realize it's not a watchdogs. You're not a security organization or a safety organization. But one of the things we like to point out is, is that student safety is much different than school security. And mm-hmm. actually, if you also go out to uh, it's just uh, our blog, and you, you'll see the Lessons Learned blog button on the website there at awarity.com, the blog discussed a lot of those things too because what we're finding is, is that so many schools have – lots and lots of security, you know, cameras and systems and things like that. I'm not saying that's bad. It's just that those are all designed to be very reactive. In other words, they react to an incident that's already at your front door, whereas Mm -hmm. I think most organizations and most school leaders agree that we'd rather prevent that threat from even getting to the front door. And that's really where we focus is is to prevent those things from happening versus reacting to them. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, we we always talk about in in Watchdogs that we are – um, you know, we do have a little bit of a safety aspect to us. We are the eyes and ears. And if a school were using your product or your program, um, it would be very easy for a, as an example, just one example, uh, a watchdog, if he saw something, he was, he was aware of something, you know, it would be another option for that parent, um, that for a, even a child to be able to uh, make a report of something that, Maybe individually a little thing might seem like a little thing, but when you take a lot of little things and you're able to piece them all together, um, you may be able to uh, manage something before you need to respond to it. I think that's kind of what you're getting at. Is that right, Rick? Oh, Keith, you're, you're absolutely right because here's the thing is that one of the questions we like to ask you know, school officials and, and things like that is, or school administrators is do your students, teachers, staff, parents and community members, do they know things that you don't? Mm-hmm. So of course, the answer is yes, and including the watchdogs, like you just mentioned in your example. They hear things, you know, the eyes and ears. But what we need to do now is give them a way to report that into a central platform because otherwise if somebody just tells a teacher or tells a bus driver or tells a coach or tells a watchdog, you know, that information may not be connected very easily, and that's that connecting the dots thing again. So this way if, if uh, a watchdog heard something, they could just go online and report right away, a teacher, a parent, a, a student, a bus driver, whoever. And now when they, uh, when they, you know, when an incident comes in, automatically that, that safety team or whatever they might call themselves, a threat assessment team, they would be able to see all those incident reports on, say, I'll use my name as an example, on Rick, if there were multiple reports made on Rick. And so mm-hmm. you're right. That's exactly what it's all about is to start connecting those dots because those little things, when we start connecting them together, could show us that there's some sort of a problem, some sort of an escalation going on, and that's where we can prevent that if we get started sooner than later. Exactly. Sure. And, and of course, the you know the one thing that we have found uh, a little bit uh, I won't I won't say shocking, but uh, our uh, our founder Jim Moore actually uh, wrote on this wrote wrote several articles in uh, in a book on this is that when you go back and you look at some of the major incidents in our nation's history, the one of many, one of the key factors that we see uh, of the perpetrators in these horrible events doesn't have a positive male role model, a father figure in their life. And, uh, and hopefully between the work that you're doing, the work that we're doing, the work that the educators and law enforcement are doing, we can all work together to make our schools safer, a safer place for our kids to be. We know that our schools in general are safe statistically, but, uh, but we want to make sure that, uh, that we keep vigilant. 
and, uh, and, yeah, and just another option to do that. Yeah, good point. And I think that, um, you know, a couple of things that we've got that are part of the platform is what we call an awareness vault. The awareness vault is a place where you can actually put some of that, those resources or those, those uh, you know, there's lots of good training out there and curriculums on for those, those kids, like you mentioned, that may not have a father figure and how we can help connect them maybe with a father figure or with uh, a watchdog or with, you know, whoever it might be that um, can kind of provide them that, that way to feel connected again because when we have students that feel disconnected or isolated, you know, then that can lead to bad things. And then, you know, it's not even just the, you know, sometimes we think about safety and the, the targeted shooters and the mass shootings and things like that, and certainly those are huge concerns, but we also have things like bullying and cyberbullying and, and abuse and, you know, depression and alcohol and drugs, and, and those are all things that we address with our platform because, again, if we don't know about it, we can't prevent it. And so we need to have people come forward and be a hero for other people, you know, the bystanders who can basically now be upstanders or just take action. And, and that's really what we're talking about, that hero, um, reporting heroes, when you recognize mm-hmm. people for, for doing good. I mean, it's a really great thing, and it, it's working in our schools because we're recognizing that versus ignoring it. Wow. Wow. Well, once again, uh, we're speaking with uh, Rick Shaw of Awarity.com. If you would like to learn more about uh, Rick's product, you can go to Awarity.com, which is the word aware, A-W-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. Rick, thank you so much for joining us on Watch Dogs Radio today. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Well, as usual, uh, we... Flew through the show today at the speed of light. It's always fun. It's always great to uh, get through the show, and it's just wonderful. We don't uh, didn't have the callers, but uh, we know that you are listening uh, in the podcast. So uh, if you want to find out more about the Watchdogs program, please go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. You can give us a call at 888-540-540. Dogs. That's 888-540-3647. So uh, once again, for Rick Shaw and Michael Fry and also uh, Eric Snow and Chris Dannenauer who weren't with us today, but we'll be back with us next week. Just remember, the schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. See you next week. Have a great week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.